0: Singers, those that the Lord has blessed to be in ministry of music. I'm not one of them, but, you know, every now and then there is a song that you just wake up with. And this is one of them that I woke up this morning, you know, is working for my good. And I believe that I believe that the word of God, he said that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. And I am I I am certainly in love with him. That God has been good to me just as He has been good to you, and He has blessed all of us. The Bible said that it rains upon the good the, the, and the unjust, it rains upon the sun, shines upon uh, those that are righteous, and it shines upon those that are not righteous, you know. And so, just uh, all things are working together for our good if you love the Lord. You know, uh, I've sown some seeds. And I feel the results. I can see the the little leaflets and different things that are starting to spring up, you know. And I'm a strong believer that we sow uh, into the spirit. And by sowing into the spirit in obedience to what God is saying, that it, it impacts not only our spirit, man, but it impacts our natural as well. I'm not one of those ministers that... Uh, that's telling you to pray about things because things are temporary, but God is eternal. And that's what it's all about. It's about the eternal. We'll get the natural things, trust me. We'll get the natural things, but uh, the focus is the relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, You're listening to Cornerstone Apostolic Church. This is Sunday Morning Live at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. And we're inside the pages. This is Pastor Carl Henderson on the 16th day of August. The Lord has really moved us down through these years, and many are looking back and saying, what has happened? What's going on? You know, and and that's a legitimate question. However, there are many answers that we find in the Word of God. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. and Thursday Acts of the Holy Ghost. Not the acts of the apostles, but the acts of the Holy Ghost, not the acts of the bishops, not the acts of, uh, uh, of anyone, but the leading of God's spirit. How God moved and inspired men to get off their do nothing stools and do something acts of the Holy Ghost. And that's at 9 p.m. on Thursday. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful. Bow the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Now obedience to the word of God covers everything. It covers everything. It covers everything. Yeah. Everything. Did I say everything? Everything. If you missed any of the messages, please visit uh, connecting and click God on demand. It'll take you to our message archive, you know, where you can listen to previous messages, teachings, you know, and so, uh, Uh, We've been in the book of Ezekiel on Tuesdays and we've learned a lot. And I'm telling you, uh, uh, looking at the labor intensity of this man's ministry uh, has given me a whole new appreciation for many things. And so this morning we're talking about being rapture ready and many have forgotten. But I want to reemphasize this and I'm going to keep emphasizing it because it is life threatening. And that is you must be ready in the moment and in a twinkling of an eye. You must be ready in a moment and in a twinkling of an eye. You will not be able to say, hold on, let me get my shoes on. Let me tie them up. You're not going to be able to to climb out of bed and do anything. You're not going to be able to uh, to stop what you're doing and uh, get it right. It's in the moment and a twinkling of an eye. You know, somebody... Uh, uh, laid down last night. And they had many plans today. To However, in that moment, and in the twinkling of an eye, they was gone. The spirit left. And so uh, there are people that are leaving around the world and they're not ready. They're not ready, but I'm talking about being rapture ready because that's an event that's going to happen. It's going to happen. The Bible tells us in Second Peter 3, uh, 10 through 13 said, "The day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heaven shall uh, pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that these things shall be dissolved. what manner of person ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness? And so we want to keep our focus on being rapture ready, not trying to get ready. Not making excuses, not procrastinating. You know, procrastination is a thief of time. And so we don't want to procrastinate in anything that we do in preparation. You can miss the plane, you can miss the train, you can miss the taxi, Uber, whatever, but don't miss the rapture. Now, God's message is on preparedness has not changed. It has not changed. Neither has his message on being prosperous. Uh, And so I say that because I, I just want you to know that God is concerned about both. Uh, But he said, I would that you would prosper even as your soul. And so the focus is the soul, that your soul would prosper. The Bible has has not, it doesn't have any prejudice when it comes down to those areas. Uh, Those are earthly wards. And let me tell you, like intellectual knowledge about God, it doesn't mean that you're saved. Uh, Many people think because they have an intellectual knowledge, I believe in God, I know God exists, but there's no repentance and so where there's no repentance, there's no salvation. Uh, therefore, you're not ready to meet the Lord. And so uh, uh, the message is not new. This message is not new. Uh, it has been echoing throughout the scriptures. The Bible tells us in June, the servant of Jesus Christ, the brother James, to them that are sanctified by God, the father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I count, when I give all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it is needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should be earnestly, earnestly, all of us, earnestly, all of us, every one of us. No one is exempt, you know, no one is above the rim. All of us should be earnestly and contending for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And with that being said, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Uh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we honor you for your goodness this morning. We thank you and honor you, Lord God, for your mercy. We honor you, Lord God, for your presence. We honor you, Lord, for all that you have done. Those that are listening, those that will be listening later, Lord God, those that, uh, Lord God, that uh, the link will be shared with, Lord God. And just pray and ask that you would bless them. Lord God, strengthen their walk as we journey, as we pilgrim through this place, Lord. Father, we just thank you right now and ask that you would touch those in their body, those that need healing. Lord God, those that you know the need of every individual. You know what they need to hear. You know, Lord God, their understanding. Lord Jesus, and I just pray that you would enlighten all of us, Lord. We want to hear from you. Lord, we don't want to hear opinions. We don't want to hear personal prejudice. We want to hear your word. Lord God, and so I pray and ask that, that you would have pre uh, preeminence, Lord God, over all things, Lord God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Uh, the Bible goes on to tell us that when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit on the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all, all nations, and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd, divided his sheep from the goats and he shall set the sheep on his right hand but the goats on the left then shall the king say unto them in on his right hand come ye blessed of my father so you want to be on the right side of god and here the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world so you need to understand that this has been going on this has been in preparation this has always been in uh, result with God and and so with that being said the the apostle peter wanted the saints to clearly understand knowing this first that there shall come in the last days and we are in the last days now many will say and we we haven't gone into the message yet but but listen many will say That I heard that before, you know, my grandmother told me that, you know, my auntie told me, my father told me, you know, that one day the Lord was going to come, but that's not going to happen today. And so uh, uh, that's a blessing if it did not happen, because I, for one, would not have been saved if the Lord would have come at certain times in my life. And I thank God because uh, that he did that. He was merciful. And if God would have came, who's to say you would have been saved? But we are knocking at the door, of and it, it won't be long because there are so many prophecies that are fulfilling right before our eyes. People are are, are caught up in, in the things, the tip of the iceberg, but underneath the water. The iceberg is very large, and so uh, they're caught up into the little things that are going on, the noise that the... Politicians are making the, the CDC and all of these different things that, that are going on, but they're fulfilling the scriptures and people are missing uh, what's actually happened. And while this is happening, and let me say this here, uh, church doors being closed, it's not the first time. Uh, anytime Israel has gone into captivity, the church doors were closed because of the disobedience, uh, the plague and the different things that was occurring. Uh, after their deliverance from Egypt was because of their disobedience where they were taken captive and in that captivity they were not uh, allowed to go and worship a matter of fact the temple was destroyed and uh, you know and so I'm not gonna go too far into that but I just want to bring to your attention that Solomon prayed and said Lord if your people are taken captive they're taken to a strange land that if they hearts If they should turn from their sins and realize the mess that they've gotten themselves into, I'm paraphrasing, yes. The mess that they've gotten themselves into and they turn and pray in this direction, then hear their prayer and forgive their sins. And so knowing uh, the first that there shall come scoffers in the last days walking in their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since our fathers, since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. You know, uh, I I feel that I want to right there, if I was uh, just want to yell out liar, uh, because that's the spirit of lying. That's the spirit of Antichrist. That is the father of all lies that is spreading uh, such nonsense. And so in the book of Thessalonians, if you have your device, Maybe you're driving right now or preparing uh, for uh, whatever your day. Uh, we're in the book of the, uh, Second Thessalonians this morning, uh, verse 2, uh, 1 through 2, and then verse 13 through 17. And this is where we're going to take our subject from this morning, uh, talking about being rapture ready. Uh, you know, <laughs> you want to be ready for the coming of the Lord, and it should be not. A, it's a terrifying event but for the saints, it's also an encouraging time. And so I want you to be encouraged by what you hear and in your preparation, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that the day of the Lord is at hand. So let no man deceive you by any means for that day shall not come except there come a falling away and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath, uh, the 13th verse, uh, God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth, whereunto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or epistle. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which have given us and have given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good work, every good word and work. Be established in God. Be established in God. This is what Paul is telling you. You need to be established in God in order to be rapture ready. You must be established. So many of us have established ourselves in other things, but are we established in the Lord? Now, it it, it often, you know, I'm often asked a question uh, or the statement is made that, that I have a relationship with God, but that relationship is no different than uh, having a relationship with uh, uh, with uh, any of the, uh, the athletes. You know, people, they, they put the athletes on the pedestal and they believe that, you know, I don't know what it is, but uh, the athletes, um, I have a relationship with them because you watch them on TV and because you root for them, uh, then you feel you have a relationship with them and they don't even know your name. Does God know your name this morning? Uh, is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? And so in order to, in order for these things to exist, you must be established. The word established means you and the relationship have been in existence for a long time. And therefore, it is recognized by not just you, but it's recognized by others. And it is accepted as a legitimate relationship. Now, when the sons of Sceva had come together... Uh, The Bible tells us that there was a man that uh, that they had went in. uh, This man was possessed and they tried to cast out the devil. Uh, They tried to do what they saw Paul do. And the spirit spoke up and said, Jesus, I know Paul, I know. But who are you? And so even demons know those that belong unto the Lord. And so uh, understand that this warfare and the things that we deal with is an anointed warfare because we belong unto God. The Apostle Paul uh, second epistle to the Church of Thessalonica was to encourage those wavering in the faith, because sometimes uh, things happen and we become overwhelmed and our flesh begins to waver. We begin to uh, wonder, is it worth it? Uh, we know that it's worth it, but yet we question, you know and thats the song. Uh, writer was singing, you know, I'm in my season, and it's working for my good. I've been faithful. I've been faithful. I may not have done everything right, but I've been faithful, and you know, that is a testimony for many, Uh, even the apostles. Everything was not done right, but they were faithful, and and, and things worked out on their behalf. It worked out on their good, and for you, it will be the same. Uh, your faith waver, but the Bible tells us and encourages, "Say that uh, don't give up on, on the good deeds. Uh, be faithful, you know, and don't faint." And that's what we have to do, even when we feel a little light headed. Even when we feel a little dizzy, we feel like I don't know what's going on. Uh, The Bible said don't give up our hope, don't faint, don't stop doing what's right. And so we have to dig up the weeds. Uh, uh, Paul was digging up the weeds of deception and and to reestablish truth that was surrendered and given unto them. He wanted them to know that nothing you encounter in this life will supersede your redemption. And you need to understand that nothing that you deal with today is going to supersede your redemption, no matter what it is. You could be standing at and ready to leave here in a moment and understand that it does not supersede your redemption. It just means that you're going to see the Lord. We're trying to hold on to our earthly existence in such a way that it, it, that it becomes displeasing unto the Lord. Now, it doesn't mean that I get my bags all packed up and I'm ready to go right now. And Lord, come get me even at this moment. But at the same time, even so come, Lord. Uh, you know, and so we have to know and be prepared and ready and yet saying those same words. Uh 2 Thessalonians 1, uh, 11 and 12 said, wherefore also we pray always, always praying for you. Are you praying for others are you just praying for yourself? You know, we should not be selfish in our prayers. We should be praying for others, praying for our family members, praying for our children, praying for uh, our friends and our associates, even at work that our God would count you worthy of his calling. And so Paul was saying, I'm praying to ensure your salvation. I'm praying to ensure that you walk in the footsteps in which God has called you and to fulfill all the good pleasures of his goodness. And the work of faith with power, that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ be glorified in you and ye in him. And so it's not one-sided. See, the relationship is vertical. The relationship is not one-sided. It is vertical, and as the Lord blesses us, it becomes horizontal. And so uh, that we be glorified in him and he be glorified in us according to the grace of our Lord God and our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Like today, false teachers were spreading false doctrines about the coming of the Lord. The message of his return was not as important as the message uh, that was given or being presented unto the people. Uh, This is a very important message and should be ministered according to the word of God. The message of his return is not being emphasized enough Uh, and the events and the things that are going on as people are leaving from stepping out of time into eternity. And so he said, now we beseech you. I'm pressing this issue. I'm pressing it on you today. I'm entreating you. I'm using all the words that I could think of, and I think there's enough here uh, to let you know that the Lord is going to come, and you must be ready. He said, I beseech you, brethren, By the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together... There's an expectation that we're going to be gathered together. I'm looking forward to being gathered together with those that believe. Those that believed it was sometime disobedient when he, he went down into the grave and he preached unto those that were sometime disobedient. And the Bible said the graves opened up and those that were in them got out and marched through the city of Jerusalem and the people that knew them, recognized them, saw them, and, and, and received them as being a Alive, and they went on to glory with the Lord. That ye may not soon be shaken in your mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, or by word, or by letter from us, as that day of the Lord is at hand. I don't want you to look at the message as being a threat and being something that you're afraid of, but it is a blessing to embrace. We want to embrace the blessing of a new car. I can get that without being saved. I want to embrace the blessing of having a job. I got that without being saved. I, I, I want. Listen, 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 listen. The Bible tells us that diligence is the thing that works within the universe. And so when we apply ourselves correctly, those things are accessible. And Paul even told the church, he said, listen, he said, why hope for the things that your eyes see? In other words, there is a way to get those things, but there is not a way to just get salvation without doing what Jesus has said, without repenting of our sins, without our minds being transformed and without our hearts being converted, without us changing from the way we uh, we, we think and, and coming into the newness of life and learning the Lord, uh, the angel told John and and Peter said, go into the temple and preach to them about this life. Let them know about this life. And the ministers, listen here, ministers, uh, you're missing out when you're not talking to the people about this life. And I'm not talking about uh, your life in California, your life in Canada, your life in Europe. I'm talking about the life that God is speaking about, where we move from the mundane where we move from the permissive into the divine when we move out of those two areas and into the divine that is the life in which the angel instructed the apostles that is the life in which Christ displayed among them oh bless your lord god there the bible says that that when Jesus was here before he is ascension, uh, that there were many other things that was done and the world could not even contain in that three years of ministry in which uh, he was crucified. Uh, there were so many other things that was done that is not mentioned in the scripture, but yet there is enough. There is enough that has been mentioned for us to get the message. There's enough for, that has been mentioned to point us in the right direction. There is enough that has been mentioned that makes us, as long as we're obedient to what God is saying, it causes us to be uh, in the divine and the divine places us into rapture readiness. Bless your Lord God. First Peter three. Uh, First Peter uh, says, "Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man." Now let me let me touch this right right quick because uh, people are are caught up and messed up in so many different things. And he was saying, "Don't allow your minds to be over overwhelmed by what is happening around you." Uh, we have respect for the established authorities and we pray for them as instructed by the Lord, but don't want you to be messed up by the things that are that are occurring, the things that we hear through the media, the things that we see that that are happening, the, the things that people are talking about and that we read about. He said, Peter said, submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake. There's a reason why, for the Lord's sake. Whether it be to kings or supremes or unto governors or unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers, And for the praise of them that do well, for so is the will of God that with all with well doing, ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men and as free and not using the liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God, free and men of honor, love your brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only the good and gentle, but also the forward. And we know that there are some, uh, I don't even want to go into name calling or anything like that, because I, I, the only name I want to call on right now is Jesus. I think that's the most important name, a name above every name, That the name of Jesus, every knee and every name you can think of is going to bow to that name. You don't have to agree with what others are doing. But we need to be praying for them. You don't have to uh, replace a good conversation with remarks about them. Uh, Respect the office that have been established by the will of God and pray for them. Don't allow your relationship with God to be interrupted by tweets or media or anything else that you find or that you think is disturbing. You don't have to agree with it, but pray for them. Matter of fact, Maranatha, the Lord is coming and I must be ready. See, we don't want to get caught up into so many things that we forget that the Lord is coming, that we get sidetracked on being ready for the coming of the Lord. Paul exhorts the characteristics of this day, the characteristics in his day and ours with these words. He said, let no man, no man, and wherever you are, just say no man. I'm not going to let nobody get in my way. He said, don't let no man deceive you by any means. For the day shall not come except there be a falling away. So when you look around and you see that uh, that people are falling away, people conversation is, is more about a uh, tender their conversation is more about uh, me myself and I their conversation is more about the friend that they've met uh, even though we're supposed to be social distancing at this time but there are so many things that people are caught up in rather than caught up in the nature of God caught up in the things in which are pleasing unto the Lord they caught up and they've fallen away and so the Bible tells us that there is a falling away that's going to occur. Uh, everybody that used to call upon the Lord is not calling on him today. Uh, they're so caught up in themselves. And, and so that, that fall away includes them. And he said that the man of sin is going to be revealed, the son of perdition. A son of perdition is one that is doomed to destruction or, or could be considered the Antichrist. Uh, who opposes and exalt himself above all that is called God? Anytime you hear somebody voicing themselves and saying that I've done more for the people of God than God Himself, when you hear people exalting themselves, lifting themselves high as being the best in the in the world and better than everybody, you better look out. You better look out. Bless your Lord God. Well, the Bible tells us that there was a a man that was a king. And the people begin to chant his name. And as they chanted his name, the angel of the Lord came and struck him down. And he fell and his guts bursted out. You better understand that when you lift yourself up, there's going to be a fall. And, And so we ought to lift up God and lift him up high above everything and pull down every imagination that would exalt itself against God. He said, who opposes and exalt himself above all that is called God. Or that is worship, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. We see this same thing as we study the book of Ezekiel, uh, the king of Tyra exalted himself. Uh, he thought that his riches, he thought the beauty of his character, the beauty of his appearance was above God. His own mind uh, brought him low and he said, I'm going to lift myself up high of the mountain and sit upon the hilltop and exalt myself as being God. But the Bible says that Jesus testified and said, I saw him cast down like lightning. Listen, we need to remember. Uh, He said, remember not. Uh, that when I was with you I told you these things just like I'm telling you today I'm telling you on this 16th day of August I'm reminding you I'm telling you to remember that this is the word of God this is what God is saying that these things are going to happen and to understand that when you see these things as you hear these things as you remember about these things look up for your redemption is drawn nigh and he said no and understand uh, that uh, the, in these last days, in these times, we're going to see these things. They were seen then, but we see it even more today. We see it in the social media. But we see it through the knowledge that has increased. For the Lord told Daniel, He said, "Listen here, Daniel. He sent him a message and said, 'Knowledge shall increase.'" And men will be going to and fro. Daniel asked the Lord and said, "Listen." ask the angel that was speaking with him, "When shall these things be?" And he said, "You'll be far. You'll be already sleeping in the grave. You're already going to be gone out of here. When this come to pass?" And here we are in 2020, reading Daniel what he saw, and reading the word of God and what it's saying, and and seeing the very acts that they that they announced would be occurring, happening in our day and time. Look up, your redemption is drawn nigh. Listen, he wanted to encourage them, for the mystery of iniquity doeth already work. Only he, who is he? The Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the only thing that's holding the Antichrist back. The Holy Ghost is the only thing that's putting a limit on the son of perdition. The Holy Ghost is the only thing that's stopping everything else from happening right now. But soon one day is going to come and the Holy Ghost is not going to be here. That's why when people uh, people walk around saying, well, I'll just wait. Listen, if you can't live right with God's spirit in the earth, how are you going to live right when it's not here? If the goodness of God leads us to repentance and the goodness of God is gone, how are you going to repent? If God, the spirit of God, the, the power of God has lifted the saints up out of here, how are you going to make it? Listen, Paul, uh, Salinas and and Timothy was strong and they were strengthening the people of God fortifying them with sure substance, discernment for the atmosphere and for our atmosphere too. Now, this message was uh, was not intended for everybody because everybody is not going to believe and be saved. Minds have to be, uh, was the, being deceived. The unrighteous uh, accepted uh, the things as being the norm. Uh, too many today are accepting it as being the norm. But understand the divine does not go in a box. The things of God, you're not going to make them fit in your box. You're not going to make them fit in the government in box is not going to fit in anybody' box because God embodies all things. Isaiah five and twenty says, "Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, and that put darkness for light and life for darkness." And bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Uh, That's the mindset of so many today. God is not bending the rules for anybody. God is not, listen, people are, uh, so uh, the celebrities are walking around talking about. God is not finished with me yet, but understand that's not a scripture. That's not Bible. That's some message someone gave. But listen, the Bible says when uh, when they asked Peter and them said, "Men and brethren, what shall we do to be saved?" Uh, Peter said, "Repent." And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus for remission of sin. That's what we're supposed to be doing. When they asked them, uh, Peter told them in the third chapter in about the 19th verse, he said, Listen, you need to have your heart converted so that your sins will be blotted out in the day of refreshing. Uh, God's not going to be taking that message and and, and writing it down and using it as a platform that he's not finished with them. Listen, you better be ready when the rapture takes place. Oh, my God, bless your name, Jesus. He's not been in the rules for nobody. Somebody said, God knows my heart. You better read Jeremiah 17 and 9. It says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And who can know it? Your own heart will deceive you. It takes God to reveal truth about even ourselves. Have you ever imagined something that was going to happen, but it didn't happen? That was your heart deceiving you. Someone you ask you for a conversation said, listen, we need to talk and you got all defensive and start wondering what did I do wrong? And, you know, and and start preparing a conversation to defend yourself in your mind. That's because your own heart was deceiving you. That's the nature of sin. It works against us. And when even when you've done nothing wrong and also when you've done what's right, your own heart. Your own heart will deceive you. And so for those that say that God's not finished with me yet, you better make some haste in what you're doing. And for those that say, My heart, listen, you better get your heart right with God. Hmm. Bless your Lord God. Therefore, brethren, steadfast. Be steadfast. Hold the traditions which ye have been taught. Whether by word, if it's been preached, if it's been exhorted, if it's been taught to you, if you've read it in our pistols, he said, embrace it. Hold on to it. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our father, which have loved us us, and have given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts and be established. In every good word and work. Comfort means to be in a state of ease. Ah, woo! In a state of ease. I'm comfortable because I'm, I'm doing what's right. I'm comfortable because I believe God's word. I'm comfortable because I'm making application to what God is saying. I don't just believe God's word, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Are you doing the word of God? This is what Paul, do the word, do the word. Let the word have free course in your life. Comfort your hearts. Comfort means to be in a state of ease, freedom from pain or constraint. God has not constrained us from doing his will. God is saying, uh, I, I got you, boo. Listen, relax your mind. Take the load off you. Put your feet up. Let me handle this for you. That's what God is saying. When we allow the word of God to be at work in our lives, he's got us because he cannot ignore his word. His word is above his name. His word. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word shall stand. Tell someone that the Lord is coming. When the enemy gets on your track, you have uh, you don't have to curse at them. You don't have to swear at nobody. You ain't got to raise your fist. You ain't got to hire a cursor or a hitman. Just tell them Maranatha, the Lord is coming. That's a word we need to put in our vocabulary. Maranatha, the Lord is coming. When the enemy gets on your track, Maranatha, it's not just a reminder to the enemy. It's a reminder to you that the Lord is coming. God has used his ministers to say this and he's yet using them to say, don't mess with my boo. You're messing with it. Don't mess with him. Don't mess with them. Bless your Lord God. We want to be rapture ready. Listen, you must be ready. And you're not going to be ready unless you keep that frame of mind of Maranatha, the Lord coming. The Lord is going to show up in a moment and. You want to know. huh? Oh, he want to know. Listen, listen here. When the Lord shows up, he want to know that you were waiting for him. He want to know that you was ready, that you made ready. Let me share something with you. That's not the Lord. No, he's not coming knocking at the door. No, he's coming in style. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the cloud to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with him. Now, I want you to get something here. Only those that have made ready those that are listening to this message, those that uh, maybe you uh, it was another minister that said the same thing, but those that acted upon what they heard was ready. And not only are we which have made ourselves ready, bless you, Lord God, but the whole planetary host. Now, the only people that's gonna hear The shout, the only people that are going to hear the voice of the archangel, the sound of that, the only people that are going to hear the trump of God is them that have made themselves ready and the planetary host. Mm -hmm. Let me say that again. The only people are those that have made themselves ready. And the planetary host is going to hear the shout. They're the only ones that's going to hear the, the voice and the trump of God. Pastor, where did you get that from? For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also us. Which have the first fruits of the spirit, even ourselves grown within ourselves. We have this hope. We have this hope, the calling. God didn't just call us to be saved. He called us to be saved, to be saved. He God called us to sanctify us and to prepare us to be ready for the rapture. <laughs> that listen, remember, the place has been established since the foundation of the world. God has been preparing a place for us. When Jesus left, he said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Waiting for the redemption to with the redemption of our body. Let me let me say this again. The believers, those that have applied the word of God in their lives, those that have been transformed by the renewing of their mind, those that have been converted, those whose names is found written in the book of life, those that are walking in this confidence. And we have this confidence because we're obedient to the word of God. For we know that the whole creation, the creation has been groaning and in pain every since the curse, every since Adam, sin. Remember what, think about it, think about it. Adam and Eve is in the garden. They're in a perfect home. They're in a perfect environment. Perfect conditions. And they disobey God's word. And in that disobedience, they lost it. And blood was shed for the remission of sin. Remember, they tried to hide themselves with some leaves, and, and God sacrificed it, and they had some skin to put on, some leather goods. Listen, and the earth was cursed for their sake. Well, that the earth is groaning and in pain until waiting to be redeemed from that curse. And we ourselves are groaning within ourselves. In other words, there is an anxiousness. The spirit of God is within us crying out, Abba, Father. Don't you know when your child crawls out, when you called out dad, mom, or whomever your guardian was that you expected them to respond the spirit of God is within us calling out, Abba, Father, and God is responding. He's responding. He's responding. And so we're waiting for the redemption of our body. But not only earth, not only us, but the whole planetary host is waiting for the redemption of the saints. And so we must be ready. You must be ready. You must be ready. You must be ready. Not found getting ready, but ready. Listen, this is Pastor Carl Henderson with Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. If you're in the Pomona area, you know, when the stay at home has been lifted, uh, certainly we're looking to see some new faces that, you know, the word of God has preeminence here uh, because Pastor Carl is going to be saved. I'm going to be ready. And so that is the focus. And that is to make it the only way we should sing a song You know, growing up, I remember the song being sung. The only way I know you can make it in, you got to live right. And so there's no other way except to live right. And I'm a strong believer that when we mess up, we do things of our own accord. We do things without praying about it. Uh, We do things without seeking God. We do things against what we should be doing, what's right. And then we suffer the consequences of it. We have to take those things patiently in other words we're not going to pray our way out of it god will forgive us however our obedience is required and that requires patience and so i say that to help somebody this morning uh, to know that whatever you're dealing with if it's your fault take it patiently god's with you and uh, that scripture peter said take it patiently if you buffed about for your own fault take it patiently You'll overcome, and God will bring you out, and God will bless you oh, to bring about peaceable fruit, and that fruit will yield the blessing of the Lord because you are obedient to what the Word of God is saying, and 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 those that are doing right continue to do right. Be obedient to what God is saying. If you're not in a church of truth or power, go to one that's near you. Pray and ask God where He wants you to be, and then be steadfast and unmovable. Be involved. Be involved with the work of the ministry that's going to help souls be saved. Bless you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we thank you for your word this morning. Lord God, these words of exhortation and those that have been listening, Lord God, and we just pray and ask that you will continue to bless your people, uh, to walk in obedience according to your word, Lord God, and to be ready when you come. Lord, help us to continue to exhort readiness and obedience to your word as we are obedience in Jesus name Amen. God bless you see you back on Tuesday at 7 until then be blessed be blessed